Hello and welcome to Uncluttered, the podcast where we discuss the connection between faith and organizing. Our focus is not just on how to be organized, but why it's important from a biblical perspective that we leave the chaos and the clutter in our lives behind. Hi, my name is Leanna George, and I'm an author and former professional organizer living in Houston, Texas. And I'm Angie Height, an author and certified professional organizer living in East Tennessee. So are you ready to unclutter your heart and home so you can focus on what matters most? Let's dive in. So Angie, it is the middle of November. Crazy. Yep, right. And despite the fact that most stores have been promoting since probably early summer already, the holiday season is in full swing. Can you believe it? Yep. It, I just feel like we just turned around and we were starting our summer. I know, right? It's It's been crazy. And and while it's a busy time of the year, things are really ramping up. I have to admit, I am super excited about the holidays this year because we were planning this big family trip to Europe and at Christmas time. And it's something we haven't done since we left Germany in 2011. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, we've traveled, but we just haven't gone back across the pond. Right. And so I am so excited about this trip. It's just, I'm just counting down the days. That is so cool. Um, oh, I love to travel. But when you add international in there, it just ramps it up a whole nother level of excitement. So I know that you are just so excited. Um, counting yes. down the days. Uh, yeah. So are you pretty set for the trip? I mean, other than the actual like putting the stuff in the bag, you are a super <laughs> planner. So I'm sure you've got that all figured out. I do. I think there's only one thing left to do, which is reserve a car. Um, but that's okay. It's my husband's job. But Man, it's been a long time since we've done a big international trip like this. And it was a lot of work. I mean, I spent hours and hours on websites looking for just the right place to stay. I mean, mm -hmm. because it was Christmas, I wanted to make sure that wherever we were staying, because we're taking with me, my husband, our two daughters, and their significant others. So That's there's six big. of us. Mm -hmm. And so wanted to make sure that, or at least I wanted to make sure that even though we weren't home, it was Christmas and we still had that warm, cozy feeling, right? So mm -hmm. I, I wanted it to still kind of feel like Christmas, even though we weren't at home. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, um, that's tricky because you can always find somewhere. And if you're like me, I love going on Airbnb. I just love going on there. Yeah. Um, and most of the places are great, but if you're looking for a particular kind of feeling, you might not find that anywhere. Like, um, sometimes we like to stay at unusual places. Like we stayed in uh, an Airbnb in Asheville that was a school bus that had been mm -hmm. made into an Airbnb. That is definitely not the look you want for the holidays. So I imagine <laughs> it wasn't easy to find exactly what you wanted, especially in a place you don't know very well. No, exactly. It's it's true. And we are not bashing Airbnb at all. We appreciate everybody who puts their houses up and lets other people stay mm -hmm. there. Um, and I don't want my block, my account blocked, please, Airbnb, if you're listening, please don't block my account. That would be tragic. But, um, <laughs> it would be tragic. Although if they are listening, that'd be kind of cool. But, you know, at this time of the year, especially it's, you know, you want that, that Norman Rockwell kind of mm -hmm. holiday feeling, you know, yes. in, in your home around this time of year. And, and so that's really what I was going for. So yes, I did spend a lot of hours and it was really hard, but I loved it. And, and I'm just hoping that, it just, we have that cozy feel and I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe it's just me, but you know, that's, that's what I'm hoping for, for the holidays when it comes no, to. No, I think Christmas. if there's any time you want a particular feeling at the place you're staying, this would be it. Um, yeah. But 
you know, when uh, people that are hosting or just even thinking about us during the holidays, not everybody really enjoys hosting. You know, that right there is a challenge. And I think especially at the holidays, it can be very, very stressful. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Well, I think there's just a host of reasons. One, the holidays are usually, I mean, we already are kind of busy people in general in our Mm -hmm. culture. Um, And then the holidays, things get ramped up. There's all these special holiday things. Uh, We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We want our homes to look perfect. We want the food to be perfect. We want, you know, we want to have all our Christmas decorations done. Uh, We have all these expectations, especially at the holidays, because we want that perfect, you know, perfect kind of vibe. Um, Maybe sometimes it's some negative things like maybe we've got some dysfunction in our family. So if there's stress in relationships or whatever, and you bring people over and you just might as well magnify that. I mean, there's just there's a whole lot of reasons why I think it's difficult to entertain and be hospitable, but especially during the holidays. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and I've heard those things. And honestly, probably more than once or twice, I've said those things. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, no, we can't have anybody over. Um, you know, but as I was listening to you talk and just thinking about, you know, all this kind of stuff that um, if you think about it, a lot of those reasons are all focused on us as in the mm. person having to host. Right. Oh, I'm too that's busy. true. I don't want yeah. anybody over. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to know about, you know, so it really becomes, you know, very self-centered. And I think that as Christians, as believers, that is not where our focus should be. Right. And unfortunately, that's where it is. We, I think we really need to be looking at it from God's perspective. And if we did, I think we would see that hospitality and hosting people in our homes really has nothing to do with us at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it feels so, all about us and we treat it, it like it's all about us. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're all right. Me, 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 me. Right. Uh-huh. A little narcissistic. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's definitely something that um, is is something we could all grow and learn from. And so that's why on today's episode, we are going to be talking about what does biblical hospitality look like? Mm-hmm. What does it And how can we be practicing it um, so that hopefully you'll be encouraged um, in the next few weeks as people start shuffling into your house um, that you are prepared for them with the right heart. And um, we want to be be the hostess with the mostest. I love that phrase. And so but we want to make sure we have the right attitude, the right perspective. So I think if we're going to look at this from God's perspective, then obviously we need to start within his word. So, and surprisingly, when you look at scripture, it's pretty simple. So Romans 12, 13, Paul tells us, share with the Lord's people who are in need, practice hospitality. Mm, wow. There you go. It, it doesn't get much clearer than that, does it, right? No. And, and very short and to the point. Mm-hmm. Short and to yeah. the point. And even though it's just two words, practice hospitality. If you break it down and look at the origin and the meaning of those words, it, it's pretty rich, actually. They pa- pack a punch when you break them down. So the word for practice means to run after, seek, pursue. So we tend to kind of think as practice like, oh, this is not the real thing. I'm just practicing. Uh, yeah. But this is like a very intentional, I'm going after it. This is something that mm-hmm. I really want to do. And then the word hospitality, the Greek word is philozenia, 
which means love of strangers. So if mm-hmm. we put them together, we say Paul is instructing us to pursue friendliness or love to strangers. That puts mm-hmm. a whole different spin on it, I think. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Now, I, I'm assuming that Paul's not talking about like just any you know, any stranger off the street. I'm sure he's right. referring he's more saying. to, although, you know, I mean, of course de- God does, yeah. does arrange divine appointments with people we've never known or met. I mean, absolutely. But I think in terms of bringing people into our homes, he's probably talking more about, you know, our extended family, our friends, our neighbors, you know, maybe even somebody from church who you don't really know, like a small mm-hmm. group person, you know, I'm assuming that's probably what he's talking about a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And so while it's really simple, the whole the command practice hospitality is simple, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. And and if we want to practice hospitality, as we've been instructed to through this verse, maybe we have to take our eyes off of ourselves and understand that offering hospitality doesn't come from a fancy table that says, look at me and look at all that I have. And I'm all yeah. that, you know. That's not what biblical hospitality is. Biblical hospitality is coming from a loving heart that says, what I have is yours, no matter how lovely or ugly it may look. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, it's it's just an invitation into our hearts and our homes and our lives mm-hmm. with really no thought to personal gain. Yeah, totally agree with you. Um, and I like this definition, uh, Dr. Dorothy Patterson. She's a professor of theology and women's studies at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Mm-hmm. And this is how she defines biblical hospitality. It's the unselfish desire to meet the needs of others. Showing biblical hospitality is not about the provider. It's about the one being served. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we've been talking about. So unselfish desire to meet the need of others. And it's about the one being served. Yeah, right. Because you don't know who, what is going on with the people who walk through your door, mm-hmm. right? And you, you never know how just being kind, how just giving a listening ear is going to serve and nourish and just be what they need for the moment. I mean, there could be lonely. They could be struggling with the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and when we offer them, you know, refuge in our house, right? I mean, it could be short term. It could be long term, right? Um, you know, when you do that, you may be meeting a need without even knowing it. And yep. I don't know about you, but that's kind of mind blowing, right? You think you're just, you're just, you know, doing this or that, but to the person you're serving, it's big, it's huge. It's, it's yeah. life changing. Definitely is. Um, and you never know what God is always working behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. many times we have no idea what he's doing or why. I think he, he totally has the power to prompt us to call people, to text people, to invite people. Um, I love this scripture in Hebrews 13 too. It says, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Oh, I wonder if I've ever entertained an angel. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I have. I hope I have, but that's kind of cool. I don't know either, but I hope if I did that they went back to God and they gave me a good report. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want that A plus, right? You're an yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Always the A or 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 like in a Christmas story. I want the A plus 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 plus. <laughs> but yeah, we never know what kind of needs we're meeting uh, yeah. when we have someone in. 
so now that we know why it's important uh, that we're, you know, that we're commanded to do it, now we got to talk about the how. So if someone's listening to us and then they've got, okay, I've got it. I'm supposed to be practicing hospitality. It's not about me. It's about them. Okay. So let's go into some practicals, not just, you know, swing open your door and drag in someone from the street. So how, how can someone go about this from a practical standpoint? Yeah, well, uh, you know, we always talk about we're about more of the why than the how, and we're going to give a little bit of how in this episode. Right. Um, but it's not the how to vacuum, how to dust, how to right. you know clean out the living room kind of thing, or how to make the perfect charcuterie board. Um, it's more about um, the, the the behind it, right? The the work behind it. Yeah, um, that whole preparing your heart part is, yeah, you know, right? because we, we've got, you can find books and books and blogs and podcasts oh, and all sure. that of, of the house, yeah. of, you know, having somebody over, but that whole having the right mindset and godly and preparing your heart, you know, is, is something that's overlooked. So, so yeah, Absolutely. tell us about how to do that. Yeah. So um, we're going to call it the three P's. I, I love alliteration. Mm, so I'm going to help you with practicing hospitality by giving you three P's. Um, so the first one is pray. Okay. Pray. Um, we know the value of prayer, but spending time with God and asking him who you actually need to open your doors to is so mm -hmm. important. You know, it, it's just, you need to just stop and listen and, and let him, because I promise you, he will be more than happy to show you who to invite mm -hmm. over. So start with prayer. That's the first P. And then the second P is like we just talked about prepare, but it's preparing your home and your heart because mm -hmm. both are equally as important. Right. Yes. Um, you know, we've talked many times before about, you know, your home not needing to be perfect. Um, it does not have to look like something out of Pinterest or something out of the magazine or, you know, something that Joanna Gaines did on Fixer Upper. Um, you know, it can just be something as simple as clearing off the dining room table and, you know, um, ordering pizza, mm -hmm. you know, I, I mean, I sometimes you know, feel, I feel sometimes even more welcome when someone's home is not spotless and perfect because yeah. it's like, you cared enough about me to just bring me in and let me see it warts and all. So, oh, definitely. no, I always tell people, I always tell people when they come over my, I've got dishes in the sink and stuff, you know, lying around. I'm like, you know how you know how much I love you is because you get to see the real me in the mess. Yeah. <laughs> that mm -hmm. is a true, you know, true sign of love. But if it yeah. does bother you, I don't know if you ever watch the TV show The Middle, but Carol, the wife, she would always stick things in the oven. And so, you know, just throw everything in the oven. Don't turn the oven on. Yeah. Throw everything in the oven, clear off the table, order a pizza and just enjoy being with people. So that's preparing your heart, your home. And like I said, um, remember simplicity is key. We're all about simplicity on this podcast. Um, and then you want to make sure to prepare your heart. And that is so important as well, mm -hmm. because you're going to get excited. God's going to say, you know, sh lead you, show you, prompt you, whatever it is. You're going to have cleared off that table, that dining room table. And then you're going to be counting down the days so they come over. And then that morning or that afternoon, the devil is going to do whatever he can to rob you of that joy and excitement. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so you really want to prepare your heart that God would just um, give you that continued excitement um, and that you don't lose that joy, you know, throughout the moment, because it, it, he will do whatever it takes. I promise. We all know 100% agree with that. And I think I'm the really good one to be talking about this point because 
Um, I know, especially when my girls were young, they're both grown now, but I've always enjoyed having people over. But the thing was, I was not great about preparing my heart. And so sometimes if I would tell the rest of the family, hey, guys, we're going to have so-and-so over tomorrow, you could see them all looking at each other like, oh, no, this is not good. Because what they knew that meant, although they were excited to have people over, too, but what they knew that meant was, okay, well, mom's going to be in a bad mood for the next day and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And so then like once people were there, we had fun and all that, but it was so not worth what I put them through. So I've learned a lot over the years. It's something I continuously have to remind myself of. So there's a really good scripture in first Peter four, nine that says offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Yes. I was not good at this. So (laughs) you can read in the message. It says offer hospitality to one another cheerfully. Yeah. And a new American standard says without complaint. So however you want to phrase it, that's uh, only when we prepare our heart so that uh, the enemy doesn't, you know, darken our door with those emotions, especially the last minute when we get stressed out about those details. So we've got to really work on that, preparing our heart. Exactly. We don't want to be one of those people going, Lord, why? Why did I agree to do this? You know, or great. Now I got to have these people over and I'm tired and my day went bad, you know, because he will, the devil will, will want to, um, to bring us down. So we really need to be guarded. And like it says in Proverbs, above all else, guard your heart. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've got, we've had two P's so far. We've had pray. We've mm-hmm. had prepare both heart and home, just like we talked mm-hmm. about in our podcast. So what is the third P? Okay. So the third P, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Is probe the past. Probe? Like, okay. So usually probe is not necessarily a great connotation. So what do you mean by probe the past? <laughs> no, I think medical terms, like we're going to do a probe <laughs> on you today. No. <laughs> No, um, it was the only, I needed to pee. I needed to keep that alliteration, but basically, you know, it's um, look back, look back, study the past, probe the past. I needed to pee. All right. That sounds weird, but just hang with me here. But if you can look towards biblical examples, you know, you can definitely Uh learn how to become that hostess with the most. Okay. All right. So probe the past. I like that. Okay. So do you have some specific examples from the past that our listeners can look to scriptures? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So of course we talked about Martha um, before the season Poor Martha. She's Mm -hmm. gotten a lot of attention from us. (laughs) We love like Jesus. We love Martha. Mm -hmm. Um, But she and her sister Mary are great examples of hospitality and they can really offer you some insights. Um, I remember um, doing a Bible study on them. So definitely take some time to look at, at what, how they offered and look at Lydia in Acts. She was another great example of, of somebody who showed hospitality. And then if you wanted to look at the Old Testament um, in 2 Kings 4, um, the Shunammite woman, she opened up her heart and her home to Elijah and it was just amazing. Um, okay. And then of course, if you go way back, um, you can go to Abraham, Sarah, who who several times in the book of Genesis, I think 12, 14, 18, those chapters, um, they definitely uh, talk about how hospitable um, or how they showed hospitality. And I think it was in Genesis 18 that that story is probably what inspired the writer of Hebrews 
um, to talk about entertaining angels unaware. So if yes. you haven't, or if you've forgotten that story, you're not familiar with it, go back and check out Genesis 18. Cause yeah. it's, it's a really good one. Yeah. Those are all really good ones. I'm a little partial to the story of Lydia because I've got a younger daughter named Lydia, but oh, yeah. um, those are all great ones. So, and definitely ones that you can look to when you probe the past. So, um, uh, one more thing we're going to mention is there's uh, some resources for you. We uh, found some books that would give you some more, um, some more inspiration and practical ideas. So three books that you can find. The first was called The Gospel Comes with a House Key. Mm. I think that's a fantastic title. Can't read yeah. to read. We can't wait to read that by Rosaria, Rosaria Butterfield. The second is called Practicing Hospitality. That's just straight from the scripture in Romans by Pat Ennis and Lisa Tatlock. And the third is Hos The Hospitality Commands by Alexander Strach. And we will have these in our show notes that you can always find on our website, um, uncluttered.faith. So those are some other tools that you can use um, to inspire you toward hospitality. Yeah, absolutely. I looked them up on Amazon. They look really great. So okay. um, definitely encouraged our listeners to check those out as well. So Angie, nice. this has been a really good discussion. Um, I know we could talk about it a lot more, um, but we only touched the tip of the iceberg today. But let's mm -hmm. quickly recap for our listeners what we discussed. All right. So, yeah, just a little bit of a summary. First of all, very clearly, God commands us to practice hospitality. It's not really an option. It's something we need to be doing. Uh, we need to remember that biblical hospitality is not about us. We tend to see it that way, but it's about welcoming people into our physical space and also into our hearts and our lives and can have a huge impact. We just never know what it could mean to someone. And then finally, we shared the three P's of hospitality. Pray, prepare your heart and home, probe the past, which to be looking at those examples in the Bible uh, to know. Uh, to see some good examples of how to practice hospitality. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it for this episode of the Uncluttered Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can find us on the World Wide Web at uncluttered.faith. And while you're there, be sure to grab our free gift when you join the Uncluttered community. And then be sure to check out all the great stuff we have on our website, including our blog, where we have some um, really great posts, links to all of our social media sites, um, and our contact page where you can email us your questions or tell us about your journey about becoming uncluttered. Yeah. And if you found this episode worth sharing, please share it with a friend. You can share either the whole podcast or share a particular episode. Uh, so that as we'd love to have as many people uh, get this message as possible. And I appreciate you taking the time to share, to rate and review. It really does help people find us. So until next time, remember, an uncluttered life is an abundant life. Mm -hmm.